This is episode 72 of the Coaching for Pastors podcast. Hey, Pastor, today is Friday, and on Fridays we talk about the health and fitness of pastors. And here's the question I have for you today. Have you, and especially if you're a 40-something or a 50-something pastor, man or woman, doesn't matter, 40 or 50-something, for those of you who are in, their, in your 20s or 30s, you can listen in. And if you're in your 60s, this applies to you as well. 40 and up, have you given up on your physical health? I mean, have you just essentially uh, thrown in the towel, given up, que sera, sera, an old song, what will be, will be. I'm just going to do what I want to do. I'm going to do as little as I care to do or as much of my overeating as I want to do, as negligible of exercise as I can possibly do. And I'm just going to focus on the important things in life, like preaching and teaching and taking care of people and doing the things that I like to do. But don't bother me with health, with fitness, with a proper eating plan. Don't bother me with all these other things. After all, my body is just getting older and it's just going to decay and go on the ground. I'm going to get a new body someday. I'm going to get resurrected. So my question to you is, have you given up? Have you given up? And, and deep down inside, you know, you know you're discouraged. You're discouraged about your level of physical fitness because you also know this. It's preventing you from doing all the things that you really want to do in life. And, and I don't just mean jumping on a bike and, and riding for 100 miles. I don't mean that. I mean discipling people, witnessing to people, maintaining healthy relationships, having the energy to stay awake for as long as you want to, to engage in the activities that you want to do, to have focus in meetings and in study time and administration, uh, to, to have uh, a clarity, to, to not have the brain fog. Because all these things happen when we give up on our health and fitness. And that's why I'm asking you, have you given up? And if you have, can you, can you, because maybe you haven't really thought about it, can you admit to yourself, you know what, I've kind of just, I've kind of given up. I have. If, if push comes to shove and I've got to state the truth, I would have to say, all right, and I haven't thought about it like this, and I wouldn't really put it this way if I had my druthers, but I, I've, I've kind of given up on my health and fitness. And I've kind of adopted the classic American diet. Uh, I do have the dad bod or the grandpa bod or the grandma bod or whatever it is. And I've just decided that I can't, I mean, I can't, I can't control it. I can't eat the kind of food and the kind of a health plan, the kind of a diet that would give me the energy and the focus and the ability to live the life that I really want to live. So now what? Now what after you admit that? Well, you know, don't they often say, right, I got you here, that admitting the problem is the first step toward resolving it, right? (laughs) So maybe you've just admitted it, which is a really good thing. And I want to tell you, there is hope. There is hope. And, And in a couple different ways. In a couple different ways, there is hope. I was at the absolute height of my weight, at the height of my bad health and fitness, 
at the height of brain fog, at the height of hopelessness, feeling like there's just no way that I was ever going to get a handle on it. And within 10 short months, I was at my college weight with a ton of clarity, energy, focus, purpose, enthusiasm, life, and that was just 10 months. I did that. I did that. And then, as I told you several weeks ago, and then I reversed course over a period of time. I, I held on to that for probably six months. And then 2020 hit, and then 2021. And over those two years, about 18 months out of those two years, I went back and I got again to the heaviest I'd ever been as a human being. From my college weight one year, early one year, to late the next year being the heaviest I've ever been. And again, I got that same hopelessness, but deep down inside I felt like, no, I I can't lose hope. I have to turn this around. But here's the thing that I experienced now two times, well, longer than that, but consciously two times. When you eat addictive foods, you're addicted to food. When you stop eating the addictive foods, you lose your addiction to food. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes sense to you or not. Maybe you have to just listen to it again and think about it. But the reason why I was a food addict was because I was eating the kinds of foods that get me addicted to them. And when those cravings and addictions disappeared was when I began eating the kinds of foods that were not addictive, but that were healthy and wholesome for me. Whole foods, healthy foods, low glycemic index foods, foods that didn't spike my blood sugar and get my insulin all crazy. That's when I lost the addictions and the cravings for the wrong kinds of food. And that is when I began to drop weight and gain clarity and increase my energy and just the the light and the life returned back to me. And, and I've told you, just to be upfront with you, I lost 80 pounds and I got down to my college weight. And then over time, I gained 90. And I talked to my health coach and I said, connect me with somebody who's done what I've done, but then has gone back and re-lost the weight and kept it off. And he's, he's worked with, with well over a thousand clients. You know what he said to me? He said, Jeff, I, I'd have to, I know there is somebody, but I'd have to figure out who that is. He couldn't come up with one off the top of his head. And he said to me, to be honest with you, when people get in your position, they generally, they, they don't, they don't relose the weight. They gain it all back and they just don't have the eye of the tiger again to lose it. And I just, I didn't want that to be true of me. And somehow, praise the Lord, thank God, somehow I found that eye of the tiger again and I was able to discipline myself for just a short amount of time that's necessary for those cravings and those addictions to that terrible food to go away by eating the right kinds of food, by getting back on the plan that I was on several years ago. And now I've lost 50 pounds, a little more than 50 pounds. And now I'm taking this slide all the way back down to the bottom. That That's my intention. Only this time I, I am so aware that the darkness and the light are not very far apart when it comes to food. The, the, the darkness is very close to the light. 
and I've got to stay in the light. I can't get into the shadows on food and start eating the wrong kinds of food. So I asked you at the beginning, have you given up on your health? I know when you hear somebody on a podcast episode, somehow you think that they're different. They're different from you. They were able to do something that they don't know you. I don't know you. You couldn't do it. I did it maybe, but you can't. It's not true. It's not true. I have always struggled in this area, and it's only in the last several years that I've discovered the types of food that I eat makes all the difference. And when I engage that and put that into practice, there are predictable, crazy results. This is not this is not easy. This is not a get thin quick uh, plan. It's it's not. It's not. It takes a little bit work, but it's predictable and it's so doable. And I just want you to have hope. I want you to have hope. If you want to know more about this, I'm not here to sell you anything. I'll just tell you what I did and give you the opportunity to just do the same thing I did. You could. You can uh, email me, jeff at coachingforpastors.org, jeff at coachingforpastors.org, and I would gladly share with you what I've done. But you have to reach out to me. Well, there goes my phone, so I'll end this episode, and I'll talk to you next week on the Coaching for Pastors podcast.